Hello, hello, this is Addie Costin. I am a pop writer, singer, performer. Indie pop, I guess is what we would call it. I've been called sad girl pop. I've been called emo synth wave. I've <laughs> a lot of electronic based elements, a lot of uh, yelling, a lot of chest voice singing, but also pretty melodic and try to make some some catchy beats. A lot of my stuff uh, this year is going to be a little bit more sad girl. So if you're interested in listening to any of my stuff, if any of that sounds appealing to you, I'm on Spotify, iTunes, anywhere you can stream music, I will be there. My Instagram is at Addie Costin, A-D-D-I-E-K-O-S-T-E-N. You could be the sunrise, I could be the sunset. My first memory of music, first of all, I've always been very dramatic. I'm a very dramatic person. I remember one of my first memories of music is I had my Walkman out on the playground, this apartment complex that we used to live in. And I would go to the top of the slide. <laughs> this is so embarrassing. My sister's never gonna let me live this down. And I would be listening to either the Cranberries or Alanis Morissette. And I remember listening to, like, specifically You Learn by Alanis Morissette. And I just thought it was, like, the most, like, I felt alive. You know, I, I swear I was, like, six, right? And I don't, <laughs> a six-year-old should not be this dramatic, but I was. And I just remember the sun would be setting, like, everything was golden. It was golden hour. And I just really remember thinking, like, this is so cool that music can make me kind of connect with this moment in this way and I was like ah oh, that would be so cool to do that so I would always put you know when I wanted to be when I grew up was a singer I didn't even know I could sing at that point I knew my um my dad's side of the family they were all musicians and they would all sing and they were in bands and then my mom was really into music she listened to like the coolest bands growing up so I kind of got it from both sides and then <laughs> I realized I could sing when my dad, for Christmas, bought my sister and I a karaoke machine. Oh, I think I was maybe 12, so it would've been like 2002. We went out and we got these pop CDs, like pop karaoke CDs from Walmart. And the only songs I knew, I think, were J-Lo and Natalie Imbergi or Imbergli or whatever her name was. And I sang those two songs forever and we recorded it. And my dad was like, whoa, like you can, you can kind of sing. I was like, what? <laughs> so that was the first time I kind of explored with it. And then after that, I mean, I would sing on that karaoke machine. I wrote my first song on that karaoke machine called The Spell of Love. <laughs> it was terrible. I was also 12. So I think I've 
only shared that with a, f- a very few people and they always try to get me to sing it. I know I remember every word, but I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to subject you to that right now. So then I would practice and just sing into that karaoke machine and record it on tapes. And my best friend finally convinced me to do a talent show for our town's festival. And I was practicing and I remember being so terrified and she, she was just like, look, this is my favorite. It was a country song with Martina McBride. And she's like, this is my favorite artist. If I think that you can sing it, you can sing it. And so I went out and I sang it, obviously very self-conscious and very timid. So I don't even, I'm so glad that videos weren't really a thing back then, but I did it. And then after that, I was just kind of hooked. I wasn't a hundred percent sure that I wanted to be a songwriter when I grew up, but I knew that it was always a constant in my life and I was always writing songs during class. And now that I look back on it, I don't know why I didn't realize it. And I feel like I kind of wasted a lot of time in my youth thinking that maybe that that wasn't my path. And I think a lot of that was fear-based. A lot of that was me trying to be rational and having some familial voices in my head saying that it wasn't a viable career option. You know, the, the normal things that artists go through when they're trying to decide on what to do with their lives. But I decided to make the leap and went to UWindy for music. That was the best decision I made. I loved working on music. I loved taking everything from classical vocal lessons to jazz piano to composition. I was terrible at theory, but I still loved learning that that part of music. It's like it's like another language, you know, and I'm still I'm still learning. <laughs> I'm I don't I don't consider myself to be fluent in music and my, I can hear my mom, you know, tisk tisking at me right now. <laughs> she says that I always downplay my musicianship, but I'm really I'm really just I think I'm more of a realist. I think artists can always admit with themselves that we're our hardest critics and we always want to get better. So I'm never going to say, oh yeah, I'm really good at this thing. I don't think any of us are. Um, and if, if we are, we're lying to ourselves. <laughs> so yeah, I love making music. Actually, I've been watching this Netflix series Martin Scorsese did with Fran Leibowitz. And I had no idea who she was until somebody mentioned her to me and like recommended this program. And she is brilliant. She is like, when you think of New Yorker, she is New York. She is one of the funniest people. And she put it perfectly that music is like the only drug that doesn't kill you. You know, it, it's the only thing that makes you happy that isn't bad for you. And I'm, and I'm obviously paraphrasing, but I thought it was just a brilliant take because, you know, I mean, most things that people turn to, you know, drugs, alcohol, you know, whatever it may be, not particularly good vices to have, but music is one that's always there that can make things better and there are no side effects. And I just, I love that. I love that take on it. And I love being able to have that with people. And the fear, it will take a hold of you. It's a So thanks for listening. Uh, thanks to Jeff for asking me to do this. That's a really cool, really cool podcast. 
I love learning about all of my local friends and artists and getting to know what inspired their, their beginnings and their origins, if you will. <laughs> all right, take care. And I feel like-